What's up, Wikimaniacs? We are here to talk to you before the show about Operation Olive Branch. Operation Olive Branch is a grassroots movement to help the families in Gaza escape and rebuild now that their lives and homes have been destroyed in this horrific ethnic cleansing. To help out, we decided to donate all of our Venmos for the next few months and possibly forever to support families affected by this genocide. So please send your donation to Sean's Venmo, which is at Sean SNTPOD. The link to that will be down below in the show notes. And for the countries who don't have Venmo, we will have a link to our PayPal donation page also in the show notes where you can send money as well as a personalized note that we will read out on the show. Even if you can only send $1, please send it because every little bit helps. Thank you guys. What's up, Wikimaniacs? My name is Josh Shell, host of the Asshole Episodes. With me, of course, is the man himself, Sean Salvino. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? We can only hope and pray that your laptop will stay <laughs> stay hey, moving it's today. looking pretty good so far. <laughs> Cross, I'm crossing my fingers under this table. <laughs> the right TikTok now. comments have been ruthless. Absolutely <laughs> roasting you, Sean. Uh, and I deserve it. God, what a potato. <laughs> what kind of calculator are you using there, Sean, <laughs> to record? TI-72. Oh, does that even graph, bro? Does that exist? I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. It's like 83, 84. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I didn't do enough math or science to, to oh, memorize my God. calculators. So. But as you heard, the man One himself, an Asian. John Consignato is back. What's up, John? I'm back. How's it going, buddy? It's happening. You know, it's uh, happening. It's happening. I'm here. I'm present and accounted for. That's good. That's good. Uh, I see you got a new studio set up. It's just rearranging my room, but <laughs> sure. <laughs> no, no. Pump it up. You. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every like every like six months, I like get tired of my setup. So I'm like, I'm going to change it up this time around. So. <laughs> I feel that. And I used to do that all the time when I lived by myself. I do not anymore. Sienna would kill me, I think. <laughs> I just started rearranging. The kitchen's here now. <laughs> oh, this is the only room I'm allowed to rearrange. If I touch anything around the house, my wife would actually kill me. That's fair. My office is the same way. I always move my desk every <laughs> few months. <laughs> but uh, glad to have you back, buddy. Sorry for your loss. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the Wikimaniacs before we move on to the episode? Yeah, so I'm sure this was addressed on a previous episode, but I mean, if you guys have heard, um, my dad recently passed away July 3rd. It is now July 13th as we're recording this. Sad, my dad was a huge part of my life and my mother's life as well, but um, I, I still have some days. My dad is one of the most funniest men I know in my life. Which is funny. He's actually a huge fan of the show. I, I wanted, I've always wanted to tell you guys that. Josh, he's surprised. I do have a white friend from Canada, so that's surprising. <laughs> and Sean, he actually loves your twenty-five dollar bit. So, um, oh, so awesome. it's it's a uh, you know. Sometimes he talks to me about it. He's just like, you know, if you ever get YouTube famous, like you know, take care of us. I'm like, shit, Dad, I got you. So, um, you know, somebody somebody asked like, why did I come back so soon after like just over a week? Yeah, but, we did not uh, force him. He's not contractually no, 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 obligated. No, that was, that was my choice. Um, like I said, my, my dad is one of the most positive people I know. He he brings so much life to others by making them laugh. So I, I wanted to honor his legacy by continuing to do so and uh, to entertain the Wikimaniacs as much as possible. So dad, if you're watching up there, say hi to WAMP for me. And um, me and mom love you and miss you. So glad you are 
resting easy. Beautifully said. Beautifully said. Um, well, we're glad to have you back. Uh, Me too, man. I miss doing this. Sean and I are barely hanging on by a thread when we do the episodes. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they're good. It's always like, uh, where are we supposed to put the puns in? I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Hey, I don't know. Podcat? That, Podcast that was good. Hit. That was Podcast good. That's blowing up. I've already I been talking. Trademark that. I've already Fuck. been talking to Sienna about doing like a shirt or something. We're getting that made. I for some reason I imagine Sean's face in Owen Wilson's body when he says, "Wow, podcast." Wow. <laughs> if only my computer wasn't a piece of shit, we would have had that on film. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's a good bit. So maybe we'll get some shirts made. That, that would be some good merch. Yeah. Wikimaniacs, tell us what you want on a t-shirt because True. we've yeah. tried and then we came up with a shirt that just said asshole on it and uh, <laughs> did not work out. Uh. Yeah. I, I mocked up just a tech shirt that said asshole and Sean's like, people are just going to think we're calling them assholes. <laughs> yeah. Like you're going to walk around looking like an asshole. <laughs> they listen to us. They're obviously assholes. <laughs> But uh, speaking of which, on today's episode, we might have some assholes. What a segue. What a segue. <laughs> Professional. Uh, one of my weaker ones, I think. So don't, don't pump me up. <laughs> so on today's episode, we have a sister who ruins a wedding with eggs, a bride who wants the perfect beach wedding, a listener who refuses to help an ex-coworker get a better job, a boyfriend who teaches his girlfriend a lesson, a oh. father who wants to give his daughter a family heirloom. And then for our Patreon exclusive story, we have a babysitter who gets more than she bargained for. Oh. So if you want to hear that last story and get ad free episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network and sign up today. The Patreon with the babysitter sounds like one of the videos that John may have watched on his infamous five day binge. Room. Hey, you know, <laughs> probably it is way darker. <laughs> it is way darker. Than oh no. <laughs> And finally, some of today's stories our listeners submitted. And if you have a story you would like us to cover, either on Reddit or your own personal story, you can send it to us via email at redditonwikipod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at redditonwiki. Links to everything I mentioned, of course, are in the show notes. That is the spiel. We're on to, oh, quick shout out. We hit 2,000 subscribers on YouTube. Oh, yeah, um, fuck out. Let's fucking yeah. go, baby. Didn't we just hit one? Yeah. Like, humble <laughs> brag. I legit don't know numbers. Did we mm. not just hit 1,000? Mm. We did not too long ago. Yeah. So. That's crazy. Thank you guys so much. You love so to see been, Wikimaniacs. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's crazy. Hopefully we double again in like a, two weeks and then just keep doubling uh, in half cool. time. <laughs> that, that would be, be cool. I haven't seen a cent before I joined this podcast. <laughs> so in podcasting since 2019, first time I saw a penny. It's pretty good. Wait, didn't we? Yeah, we sent you money. Yeah, <laughs> you've been, no, no, no. I'm you've saying this is, <laughs> No, I'm saying it's the first time. Like oh. this year is the first year I've gotten any money. I understand. Podcasting. I understand. Sorry. Sean's I thought you were salivating saying at the thought of more <laughs> subscribers and more money coming his way. Yeah. <laughs> Look at yeah. That. that handsome man right there. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the first story of today. Am I the asshole for bringing eggs to a vegan wedding? And Ooh. this one comes from a listener, but it's a Reddit story. So it comes from Emily. So thank you, Emily, for this story. Oh, tricky, tricky. I want to know more. Okay. Okay. So my 21-year-old female... Uh, this always tricks you up. I know. It's when it's the my, when it's like <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I wish they would put uh, it before. Yeah. She's, she's a 21-year-old female, but her brother, 26-year-old male, got married last weekend. 
He and my new sister-in-law, 26 female, had known each other for a few years now, and naturally I was invited to the wedding. She had been a vegan since she was 12, and had also converted my brother in recent years, so they decided to make their wedding vegan. Basically this meant that all catering was vegan food, even the alcohol, and they used petals from their gardens instead of plastic confetti and things like that to make the wedding as eco-friendly as possible. That's cool. I have no problem with this and I think it's great. Respectable. Yeah. Respectable. Pretty Everything yeah. sounds cool so far. Uh, unless they're using cardboard straws, then I hate them with a passion. <laughs> Josh hates turtles. I do hate turtles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> God. Just when we're getting love, <laughs> we're officially canceled now. Yep. We hate turtles. <laughs> no, not we. It's oh, not a Josh. we. Josh hates it's turtles. Josh. No, it's we. All of us. And I'm going to cut know. this so it sounds like you guys are agreeing with me. <laughs> it do be the white guy all the time. Don't cut this shit. Don't cut this shit. No, I, I don't hate turtles, but I do have a problem with cardboard straws. The mouthfeel is just terrible. I don't you gotta understand. You got to get his... Get a travel set for metal straws. I do have that at home. But my issue is like, I don't know why we haven't gone like the Starbucks route where it's just like a cup that you can tip Sippy in your cup. mouth. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't need a straw. <laughs> anyway, that's a, that's a me problem. I just take the lid off now and drink it. So, um, so sexy. <laughs> sa saving the turtles. <laughs> All that mouth action with that lid. Oh, so wow. jealous. Oh, God. We're going to, we're going to move on. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, the problem is the issue I often have with eating anywhere is that I have multiple allergies, peanut, mm. soy, sesame, and mild shellfish allergy as well. The first three I named are very serious and have landed me in the hospital in the past because of cross-contamination. So I'm really weary. I talked to my brother about if there would be anything safe for me to eat at the event, but because they're using a local neighborhood ladies business as a catering service instead of some professional, I did not feel comfortable enough that there was absolutely zero chance of me having a reaction, especially because the allergens were ingredients in many of the dishes. I felt it too risky, so I said I'd bring my own food, and he agreed that was the best option. I've done this with plenty of such events in the past, and it's never been a problem. The wedding day arrives and it comes time to eat. Everyone is digging into their food and I pull out a Tupperware quite happily and dig in when I see the bride staring at me with horror on her face. I had brought a homemade sort of salad box which had two eggs on top and she literally just stared at me in disgust the entire time we ate without saying anything. After the meal is finished, she pulled me aside and said, I ruined her meal and her appetite and ruined her day and that I'm clearly a selfish person because I can't go even go one meal without animal secretion in a vegan's wedding. And that I was seriously disrespectful because the fact that it was a vegan's wedding was the main focus. Shouldn't the main focus be the wedding part? The ah, love? That's I mean, their wishes, though. I guess. <laughs> Uh, in my eyes, I brought my own food because they weren't able to provide me with something which was safe to eat. And it's not like I brought a steak. I had two eggs and a big salad, and she must have been specifically staring at my food to even realize that they were there. However, I'm beginning to wonder if I'm an asshole because my brother also said it was in poor taste and I should have brought something else. So what are your thoughts? Am I the asshole? Yes. I will say no. Mm. Debate. Let's go. Let's go. Right, so here's where I'm coming from. Fight. <laughs> <laughs> she asked if she could bring another meal. He said yes. Right. If it was really important, he would have, one, told his fiance, hey, my sister, she's going to bring a, a different meal because of her allergies and shit. What should we tell her is a no-go. Right. And then the wife would know that she's bringing another meal and not be surprised. And then two, OP would know eggs are not cool. Yes. That's fair. John, what is your what is your counterpoint? I'm going to go with yes, because it feels like this person already knew that they were vegan. And I think 
if they really wanted to be part of that wedding, knowing all that allergens that they have, they could they have prepared have died. They, You're right. Oh, okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, they could have prepared a meal without those said allergens and still not bring something knowing that it will possibly affect the vegan wedding. Like, come on, like eggs, for example, you could have just had a straight up salad without eggs if you were going to eat a salad to begin with. Right. I think I probably land somewhere closer to Sean. I see where you're points coming from John and like my only thing is her intention wasn't to just be like oh they're vegan I don't want a vegan meal and it was mm. like she brought a salad and it was like a salad kit so it sounds like it was just included in the kit which I mean you could have picked them out maybe beforehand but maybe she just wasn't thinking of it there's lots going on it's a wedding and she's just like okay I got my food so that I won't die uh to food poisoning right I think her her reasoning isn't just, I don't want to eat vegan options. It's, I want to be feel safe and comfortable at this wedding where I'm not sure if the food that they're providing is safe. So I think not the asshole. She could have just been maybe more, a bit more careful. And I don't think two eggs ruined a wedding. Like That's not, I don't, I think that's a little extreme. You know what I mean? It's not like she was making a scene about it or, or blatantly showing off that she had eggs. I think she uh, should have at least like, if she was going to bring a certain food, I think I would have gone an extra route to be like, hey, this is the food that I'm bringing. Is this OK? Sure. Like, I think I think there could have been extra steps taken because, again, this is going back to the other wedding we had. Like it, and I, it was very there's a lot of <laughs> arguments in between. At yeah. the end of the day, it's those couples wishes for it to be a vegan wedding yeah, and for it right. to be even though it's just eggs that's the lifestyle that they live and that's the belief that they live and even though the wife did get fixated the fact that there were eggs in there because of the situation it was supposed to be all vegan to begin with i think the op should have just been like hey this is what i'm bringing is this cool? I think that should have been the, the approach for it. I, I think that's fair. I think, but I also think with Sean's point, it could have gone the other way where they said, okay, well, here's, you know, a list of acceptable foods or, or something like that. Or it really could have just been all done in one comment and being like, okay, yeah, you could bring your food. Just make sure it's like vegan. Yeah. But that's, that kind of goes without saying though. You know what I mean? Like that was kind uh, of the, what it was initially already. I just, I don't know. It, it just seems like a weird thing to get upset about. Like I get that's your, what you believe to eat. And like, that's totally cool. I respect that. Like that is an honorable way to live if you do that, but it's not an extreme. Like she brought like a meat buffet with her or anything like that. It, it was two eggs and like, I don't know, maybe since we're not vegan, we don't know the gravity maybe. of to, the situation. To be fair, you know I've I mean? also seen people like who are vegan just the smell of meat or like something alone, it, it does turn them off. So maybe that's fair. And eggs, eggs can get pretty smelly when it they comes to salad too. True. So that that's probably because of, let's say this, the OP's brother, right? That's in the wedding. Right. I'm just assuming that the, the proximity between the tables and like the, is you know, pretty the, close. it's pretty close. And the yeah. smell of, you know, egg salad is, it's pretty pungent. Like, well, it's not egg salad. Yeah, it's just a couple eggs. But yeah, you are you are right. Eggs can be pungent. You're right. Yeah, I think it's like a cob salad or something is what I'm a picture. Sure, yeah. So I, I think maybe assholes is too strong. Maybe just like... Inconsiderate. I'll say... In, I'm going to go inconsiderate. There you go. That That's probably a better word. She's inconsiderate, maybe. Uh, very on the edge of being inconsiderate, I think. She was trying to work around and try and make sure she felt comfortable at the wedding. Yeah. But then uh, I, I'd say on the other end, like... 
the bride came off a little bit too strong. Should have maybe just, you know, it's a high stress day. It, for, it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, you're right. But to be, to be like, you ruined my wedding ruined my is shit, a little yeah. extreme. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a little bit much. So inconsiderate on one side and then just a bit too strong on the other side, maybe somewhere in the middle. Is that happy ending? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That sounds about right. All right. And with that, we'll move on to our second wedding story. Am I the asshole for not wanting strangers in the background of my wedding picture? No, it's her wedding. And this comes from a listener named Jenny, but it's a, it's a Reddit story. So, um, it depends though. If you're like in a crazy public place, okay, well, yeah, you that didn't rent sense. out you that right. space. You if right, if you you're right. in Paris, tourists are just <laughs> Get the fuck at out the Eiffel here. Tower. Yeah. You guys Tower. need to fucking go actually. <laughs> Bring out the bulldozer. We're moving people. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Before Sean spoils any more of what's going to come up, uh, let's oh, get sorry. in. <laughs> <laughs> so I, 24 year old female recently had my wedding on the beach of a beautiful hotel in Cancun. Many of my friends and family could go. So I was very happy. The only problem was during our ceremony, there were people on the sea playing or doing jet ski activities. It really bothered me because they would appear in the background. So I told my wedding planner about it. She was very understanding and said she would fix it. When she talked to the owners of the activities and to the people in the area of the sea, in the area of the sea, what a weird way to phrase that. (laughs) (laughs) Under the sea. In the vicinity of the sea. (laughs) We expected them to be kind and nice, but they just declined and continued. I even took the time to go myself and asked them to stop, but they didn't care. I was about to go and tell someone from the hotel, but my now husband stopped me and said it would be an asshole thing to do. I told him standing up for myself wasn't an asshole thing to do and went to look for the hotel staff, but they said there was nothing they could do. When I returned, my husband was moody and I wonder if it really was an asshole thing to do. Am I the asshole? I'm going with what Sean initially said. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I mean. You're at a public those, beach. Those yeah. People that paid for the jet skis probably only have it for a certain time. Yeah. True. And this is their vacation too, so. It's really on their wedding planner for not thinking ahead of that. But even then, like Photoshop exists. Like this could definitely be something that. Right. True. Facts. A beach, like sand, is very easy to just like put over something. Like Layer, So it's yeah. very easy to Photoshop. You know what I mean? Not saying that it's it's easy, like anyone could do it, but like a professional photographer could do this. No it's problem. It's possible. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So to try and demand that you own the entire beach for people to get off of is a little bit conceited. Is that the right word? Inconsiderate yeah, again. Again, yeah. yeah. I would go inconsiderate as well. I'm going the asshole. <laughs> I mean, I, I, oh, oh, I don't no, 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 no. She was being inconsiderate, but she's probably being a little bit of an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I mean, it's like one of those high stress situations. And sure. I think the husband didn't help either. It was just like, the husband just being did a not help. He should have just taken the hit. Even just if you yeah. think it's an asshole thing to do, just fucking let your wife relax. You take yep. care of it. They're going to tell you no. Yeah. You're going to come back. Nothing we could do. Maybe we yeah. could Photoshop it. Or just phrase it better. Be like, hey, they're just doing their thing. Like, we can Photoshop. Like, try and be a re- voice of yeah, reason. D- don't yeah. call your wife an asshole on your wedding your day. Wedding it's probably, day. <laughs> a, yeah, wife. It's probably a good <laughs> rule of thumb. Yeah, that is a great rule of thumb. All right, so uh, this bride's an asshole, <laughs> I think. Inconsiderate again. Okay. I'm going inconsiderate again. Okay. I'm going to go a little bit of asshole. John's defending all the brides today. Nah, nah, nah. You know what? Let's let's go with asshole this one. <laughs> nice. Convinced him. Peer pressure. Yeah, yeah peer pressure. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> all right. Time to move on to our listener submitted email. And this is actually a listener story. 
Am I the asshole for blocking a potentially career-changing opportunity to another person because I felt threatened? This is, a, this is one of our listeners? This is one of our listeners. Oh, it's it might like be that. time, baby. It might be time, <laughs> It's baby. like that. You blocking people's opportunity. Ooh, okay. We'll, we'll get into shit. it. We'll get into it. And um, she did say that she thought this would be our first listener asshole. So uh, in the email, mm. I'm not going to say any more. She asked me to keep her identity, uh, identity, identity. Uh, s- secret. Anonymous. Anonymous. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Josh can't English today. Do you have COVID as well? Uh, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just dumb. <laughs> All right. So I'm a 32 female system engineer. I've worked in the same company in my country for 12 years. I joined as a trainee and left by the end of 2021 as a senior. I have a good amount of respect for my former coworkers and both my former manager and director said that whenever I wish to come back, the doors are open. IT is a fucking corporate boys club. Over the years, I got my honorary membership card, but there are some figurative rooms I'm not allowed into. I had to develop thick skin to deal with the amount of misogyny that happens daily. That is a very true. It, as yep. someone who works in tech, it do be facts. Same. Yep. It is very uh, male dominated in, in some areas, which is, mm-hmm. yeah, Annoying. not great. Even though I got praises for my accomplishment, work ethic, and everybody says they like to work with me, I can count on one hand how many times I got referred to different position inside the company. When it happened, it felt really good. I was referred by three of the most highly respected specialists. I never got referred by my teammates outside of the company for better positions that paid more, even though that's a common practice in the field. That really stings. I have a lot of resentment towards it. I received a great job offer from a headhunter that found me on LinkedIn with a 40% raise in a global company to learn and work with a lot of the hottest technology in the market and to work exclusively in English. This is a big deal for non-native English speaker because once you have this experience in your curriculum, your job pool expands basically to the whole world. Here is where I think my asshole-ish begins. Ooh. In this new company, there's another position for someone that's going to be my teammate in the country. I have teammates, but they're from different countries. My manager asked that if I had someone in mind to refer, and the only person I could think of is one former teammate. This guy, a 28-year-old male system engineer, is overall a good guy, very hard worker and learner. I don't remember an episode of where I saw him being misogynistic. That is a low bar, but we'll take it. Sure. Um, He has a trait that really bothers me. Sometimes he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about, but he knows how to sell the ideas so well that everyone believes him. Oh, so me and it's pretty much me right there. Yeah, you sold us on Reddit on Wiki. Yeah, and had no idea what the fuck we were going to do. Like, I don't know. I have a name. This would be a great thing if we were selling cars, but when I had to juggle to deliver whatever shit he promised, it was annoying. And this is not just my opinion. Other people have expressed this too. He has a very big personality, funny, and everybody likes him, including me most of the time. I never asked if he would like to interview for the position, but I can't stop thinking he would be great in the job and it would be a great opportunity for him as much as it is for me. I know it would probably be 40 to 45% raise for him. And I know his wife doesn't make very much, unlike my household where my husband and I are high earners. So it's a weird nugget to add in. <laughs> and a humble, uh, humble weird, weird flex, but we'll take it. I guess I feel threatened that he will overshadow me. The period we worked together was a constant competition on who's right and who's better, which did push me to do better and be more aggressive. And I can compete fucking hard if needed, but it's very shitty mindset to work every day. I can't stop thinking that if the roles were reversed, he probably would offer to his buddies and never consider me. So am I the asshole for not referring him to this position? I would say no, actually, surprisingly. Okay. I would get it. 
I think you'd be an asshole if it was to like another company, but you have honest professional concerns for this guy. Right. Yes, he would be a good fit culture wise, but if he would make promises that are not deliverable yeah. and then make your your work life more shittier yeah. and more stressful, then you genuinely can't give him a glowing recommendation. Right. Mm-hmm. So you really can't refer if you already know that he's, while mostly good, is pretty <laughs> shitty. Yeah. So I, th- I think you're in the clear. I think you should feel innocent. You're fine. Okay. Okay. What about you, John? I'm going with understandable asshole. Okay. Like, I, I get why you're doing that. And I get the position that you're in. It's tech is a, a boys club. Yep. And I can see why you would w- see. It's hard to say because like just the way the story was laid out, it's just like you you are giving the guy like what Sean was saying that it might be a good cultural fit. Like there are aspects of the guy that is genuinely good. You think the opportunity would help their family be better. But at the same time, if you do refer this person, it's also your ass on the line. It's your reputation. If he keeps promising like deliverables and he can't deliver then they're going to be like, well, didn't you refer us to this fucker right here? Like, why isn't he doing shit? So I can understand why you're like blocking that opportunity. And I'm not saying understandable asshole, like, hey, you're you're a dickbag. I think you're doing it for reasons that it's also protecting you. And, you know, at the same time, like kind of breaking the cycle of, it seems like this person might be like in a water cooler club with all the rest of the boys. And you're just bracing yourself of the, I'm not going to say ine- inevitable, but the potential inevitable that you will be overshadowed by this person. So right. not saying you're a terrible person, but understandably why you're being an asshole about it. Okay. I mean, I get where both of you are coming from. And I think I, I have two mindsets of this. I, I personally would never recommend someone like, as Sean said, I know this person is perfect for the job and like, I would be comfortable working with them. And you don't seem to have the, all those boxes checked. You're like, I can't really give him a glowing recommendation because he's, his work ethic stresses me out. It might push you to work harder, but <laughs> I mean, which I'm sure your company would love, but uh, you know, it's your life too. And you got to be comfortable yeah. w- at where you work. And so I think it's fair that you don't want to recommend him and you don't have to feel bad about that because you don't know, like, I mean, you honestly don't know what he's making, what his goals are in life. And, and like, you don't owe him the recommendation. You know what I mean? You don't owe him that. It's, it's okay if you don't. It'd be one thing if he had recommended you for a position and then you went back and didn't recommend him for a new position. You know what I mean? That would be or a different story. Or if he story. like asked you. Like, that hey, too. I yeah. heard this opening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just you thought of this guy, but it's not like he asked you, as Sean said, or he has referred you in the past, so you kind of owe him one. There's there's really no like connection here. So I'm going to go say not an asshole for that. I will say you are kind of going with the stereotype of not referring people <laughs> in tech, but that being Creating said, it's a happened- vicious cycle. Yeah, yeah, it's a vicious that's, cycle. That's why, I, just because I'm calling you an understandable asshole, I'm not saying you're a terrible person again. Yeah, so it's yeah, just. Yeah. The situation that you presented to us. But to be fair, it sounds like she's worked with some pretty shitty people. So oh, I yeah. wouldn't feel obligated to recommend anyone anyway. So yeah. for sure, I, I think you're okay. I personally don't think you're the first listener. Am I the, uh, asshole? So yeah, just because I said it, it doesn't count either. <laughs> I think to get like, we have to do it like so that if two or three of us agree that they're an asshole, that's when they're the asshole. If, it, if we're going to make it a big deal, it should be unanimous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's if fair. we're like cussing you out, say, dude, you're a fucking dick. That's how you know you're an asshole. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking did that. I want the that. first one 
to be big. Yeah. Ah, like I fucking hate you. I want Sean to get, I want a Sean thumbnail that goes viral. He's <laughs> just open mouth gaping. I mean, at if what I you, can ever get my laptop or this camera yeah, to work. We can never make this yeah. full a cover for a while. Yeah, I can never have a damn potato. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Maybe I'll just make the, like a, I'll just make the potato with them. <laughs> I'm sure there's a filter where we could just put a straight up potato on my face. It has my eyes and mouth. No, too much work. Whenever your camera cuts out, I'm just going to put a picture of a potato. Should be a different potato every time. Yeah. Yeah. Tater tots, French fries. Ooh, that's a good gold, idea. Whatever I'm, whatever I'm craving when I'm editing. Golly. All right. So not first listener asshole, but we appreciate the story anyway. You um, tried. We tr- we tried to make you an asshole, but uh, we couldn't come around to it. And on that note, we're going to hit a break and then we'll come back and uh, pick up some more Am I the Asshole stories. So stay tuned. Wicked maniacs. It's going to be May. And you know what that means. Warmer, sunnier days are upon us. And wouldn't you rather spend your time doing something else instead of having to plan your next meal or spending precious time driving to the grocery store? Factor's fresh, never frozen, ready to eat meals are delivered right to your door. Factor takes the stress out of grocery shopping and meal planning. Plus, by supporting Factor, you are also helping out your boys. Sean, tell everybody what Factor offers. Easy. Factor has 35 chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals to choose from every single week. But wait, there's more. Factor also has more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So you'll always have new flavors to explore. Your boys always want you to treat yourself. So why not make your day delicious by eating Factor's restaurant-quality meals with premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Salmon, the kicker, all done and ready to go in two minutes or less, plus no cleanup after. Do you know what I can do in two minutes? You see, John, this is why we don't do ads with you anymore. But Wikimaniacs, head on over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code wiki50 at factormeals.com slash wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show. All right, we are back. And we're back. Long break. Please go buy some Manscaped. Sean read this this month's uh, ad I apologize. He, is shaved, he was shaving. <laughs> did you use the product? I did an ASMR where oh. I'm shaving my ball sack directly okay. on my roadcaster. <laughs> I can still smell it. Yeah. He had mm. he he had a ball cam when he was trimming, but you can't nice. see it because his camera just blurred it out automatically. Yeah. Remember that twenty five dollar <laughs> tier that we couldn't find content for? Guess you found content, baby. Yeah, if we hit a thousand patrons, we'll do an OnlyFans for Sean. <laughs> oh, please don't put that out. There. Oh no! I don't want to manifest that it, shit, bro. bro. Uh, I mean, you don't have to put fans on. Yeah, only. you can put whatever. You, you don't want have to put. Nudes on OnlyFans. Yeah. It can uh, be OnlyFans. I'll straight up my buddies, bro. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just more pictures of Sean posing at the beach or whatever that picture uh, is. <laughs> the stomach. She was <laughs> so sexy, beach. bro. Yeah. 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 Muscle beach. All right, well, let's get into some more stories. I think the rest of them are just Reddit stories. I thought these ones were interesting and I wanted to take a look. So, am I the asshole for blowing up my husband for messing with my alarm and causing me to miss my exam? Blowing the alarm? Uh, is that what I said? Blowing up at my husband and then because he oh. messed with the alarm. Oh, 
I, 23-year-old female, have been married to my husband, 26-year-old male, for a year. I am in my last year of university and have been so, so busy for the last two weeks, with many projects and finals looming. My husband complains from seeing me studying and not doing activities together or hanging out with friends anymore. I told him it's not going to last forever and that I need to focus because this is my last year and it's been the hardest. The day before the exam, he wanted me to go with him to a friend's birthday party. I refused because I was busy preparing for my exam. He pleaded with me saying it's just one hour and talked about how his friends will be upset if I'm not there. I said no and shut down any further discussion. He got upset with me and called me selfish and inconsiderate but then dropped it. Before I went to bed, I set my alarm clock like I always do since I'm a heavy sleeper. Plus, I stayed up late studying. The next morning, I woke up at 9am. I literally freaked out and checked my alarm and found that it was set up to go at 9.30am. I had no idea how this happened until my husband told me he did this to repay me for refusing to take uh, oh. take oh. one, one hour no. to attend the party. So he took this hour from my time. This guy's a fucking idiot. What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I absolutely blew up at him, just yelling and screaming at him, left and right. He just stood there shocked from my reaction and rage. I got dressed quickly and rushed to the university. They didn't let me into the exam hall. Jesus Christ. I got into a lot of hassle to get them to reschedule the exam, especially since I had no legit reason as to why I was late. It was awful is all I can say. I went home and my husband and I stopped speaking to each other. He kept acting as if I hurt his feelings and traumatized him by yelling. Fuck your husband, man. <laughs> and that I deserve what he did since he was frustrated with my continual refusal to attend all events for the past two weeks. I might be wrong for considering it, but I think that my exam should be priority and his way of teaching me a lesson was not right. So am I the asshole? No, Hell no. absolutely not. <laughs> no. Two weeks. It was only two weeks. Yeah. Bitch, relax, bro. Like, the once the exam's done, you can hang out all the time. Exactly. Yeah. This husband's such an idiot. First of all, this husband's like a, com a complete dickbag. College is so damn expensive as it is. So I'm sure yeah. she's like taking out student loans to do that. Just like what Sean said, it's two goddamn weeks. Bro, like fucking hang out with your bros for like two weeks and just like get on with it. Yeah, it's called video games. You ever heard of them? Yeah. Three, <laughs> if your wife has been like grinding for school, chances are she's doing this to secure a future for you two fuckers. Yeah. All right. And for you to be so goddamn inconsiderate just because she can't attend an hour of a fucking party, you a 26 year old man fucking partying still and your wife is out here <laughs> like grinding and trying to study so he can make a better life for your dumb ass. Yeah. That was hey, I still party, so... <laughs> no, I mean, okay, okay. Sorry I said that, okay? Yeah, but yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. saying, like... Yeah. No, you're frustrated. I get it. Like, I'm frustrated. To, to choose partying over studying at 26 is ridiculous, though. Well, I think we can all agree on that. You can make whatever choice you want. But sure. when you're 26 and you're married and your wife has made a decision or a husband or whatever, your partner has made a decision, respect their fucking decision. Yep. Go do your party. You don't need her to be there. She's no. not your fucking mother. You know <laughs> what I mean? Let her do her thing. It's been two weeks. Stop fucking bitching, you yeah. idiot. Oh, yeah. I think you guys said everything that needed to be said. Um, the only thing I would add is like to go a step beyond that. Like your wife is clearly stressed out and, and is like in a very stressful point in her life where she's studying all the time. Like be there for her. Be a good husband and like 
clean up the house, make dinner, like be there for her, support her, like to help her get to her exams on time. Like do the opposite of what you're doing right now. Instead of badgering her and telling her that she's not hanging out with you enough, realize the bigger picture and be like, oh, my wife is stressed out right now. I should help de-stress her and, and help her get past these exams. And you know what I mean? Like, and I get maybe you're having a tough time too, but the least you can do is not put more stress on her when she's trying to do all this. Um, Fuck the audacity to play victim. Like you yelled yeah. at me. You traumatized yeah. me for yelling at me. You yelled Grow at that's me. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> Come on, man. Dude, you messed with someone's alarm yeah. and fucking almost cost them this final. You better be willing to drop the money for the course and pay her for all the hours that she was studying. You're a fucking dumb bitch. No, like, <laughs> the more I think about it, you're so fucking stupid. Shit ain't cheap, man. No. And I can say this. Luckily, she did manage to reschedule the exam, so hopefully not all hope is lost. But, but that it, wasn't guaranteed. No, it was not. You didn't know that was going to happen. She had to go through hoops. And she woke up yeah. before the alarm went off. The, yes. How late he set the alarm. This guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's the biggest asshole we've had on this episode, probably for a while, actually, now that I think about it. Bro, yeah, bro, like trying to find parking at university 30 minutes before your class starts, that's stressful enough yeah, as yeah, it facts. is. Yeah, God that's true. damn. <laughs> she probably had to run three miles just to get to her fucking class. True. As someone who has been late to an exam, and I had a good reason, there was a snowstorm in uh, Ottawa, and uh, the buses that were supposed to come every 15 minutes didn't come for two hours. Oh, <laughs> so God. It was a bad storm. So uh, by the time I got there, the exam was over, but the teacher was like, yeah, no, uh, a lot of people didn't show up. You're fine. So, But All I had right. been stressed. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm yeah. failing this class. Like, And that feeling is not fun so i understand Im imagine and a lot of those yeah. courses is like that final exam is like 30 40 percent of your final grade oh yeah so imagine you working hard all semester and for one fucking idiot to change your alarm shitty all right uh we're gonna move on to our final story would i be the asshole if i gave a family heirloom belonging to my late wife to my adopted daughter my late wife, Kate, passed away about 12 years ago. They have a family heirloom that has been passed down for several generations, starting from her great-grandmother, from mothers to their first daughters, on their 18th or thereabouts birthday. The heirloom itself is not highly valuable in any financial sense, but the history makes it very valuable to the people in the family. I currently possess it after Kate passed away, and I always intended to give it to my daughter, Claire, on her 18th birthday. She is currently 16. I married my current wife about eight years ago. My stepdaughter, Sarah, whom I've adopted and consider my own daughter, is 17 and 11 months old. Her 18th birthday is in a month. My wife has also adopted Claire, and we all consider each other as just one family. My wife asked me to give the heirloom to Sarah on her birthday to continue the tradition. I was hesitant because I always intended to give it to Claire, who is Kate's only daughter, and this is what she would have wanted, and it is the continuation of the tradition. My wife counters that this belongs to our family now and we should give it to our eldest daughter on her 18th birthday and therefore this should be Sarah's. I told her that while I consider Sarah to be my daughter, she's not Kate's daughter and this belongs to Kate and should go to Kate's daughter. My wife said Claire is her daughter, not anyone else's, and my wife accused me of playing favorites and told me that I truly consider Sarah to be, uh, if I could truly consider Sarah to be my daughter, then I'll do the right thing for her or that I haven't really accepted Sarah as my real daughter yet. Mm. I consulted my son, who is also from Kate, 25 years old, and he told me that if I do this, he's going to walk from the birthday party and that he bets he won't be the only one. He said if I do this, I should be ready for severe consequences. He left in a very frustrated way. 
His argument in the end was that this isn't yours to give away. It was mom's and now belongs to Claire. My wife thinks my son is overreacting and it's only because due to his age and moving out, he's never bonded with Sarah like Claire and I have. So he doesn't consider Sarah to be his real sister. Otherwise, he'd be happy for her. My wife thinks Claire will be happy about this since she considers Sarah to be her big sister and it will bring the girls even closer together because Sarah will happily share it with Claire and they'll both have it. So would I be the asshole if I did what my current wife wants me to do and give the heirloom to Sarah? Would you be the asshole? If you gave it to Sarah and not... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I think so, actually. Okay. And shout but- out to the Wikimaniac on YouTube. They wrote a lengthy comment about adoption and step-parents and like how even if you consider them your child, it's truly up to the child if they consider you their parent. Right. Which is fair. And it, it kind of reminds me that like, I don't know where I was going with this, but... <laughs> But it's just like lines get so blurred when you have stepchildren and everything. And it's just like that was your wife's family's tradition. Mm -hmm. Even though you have a new daughter, she's not connected to that wife. To the family, yeah. To the wife's family. Yeah. Yeah. Your current wife needs to be understanding of that fact. And especially if you're saying the son is overreacting, that only highlights (laughs) the fact that you don't understand the gravity of this family tradition. Yeah. I think I agree with everything you said, Sean. Like that daughter has no connection to the mother's family, the mother that passed, sorry. And so she has no connection to that heirloom. She won't cherish it as much as Claire will because that's something from her mom. Sarah has a mom who's still alive and as much as... The, the new stepmom attempts to be Claire's mom. It's not the same. You know, it like they are, it is her mother, but her mother that she knew from, from birth is, is gone. So having that will mean so much more to her. It's bloodline, right? Like it's a direct connection it, to her mother. Yeah. So I agree a hundred percent, Sean. I think the stepwife needs to realize the severity of if he gave it to Sarah, like that would be just a slap in the face to it would be um, his, his, family. his late wife's family. So yep. Don't give it to Sarah. That would be yeah. wrong. <laughs> and I would I say if the if the current wife thinks it's that important, fucking start the tradition. Make then. a new heirloom. Yeah. yeah make get a new, a new heirloom to Sarah. Yeah. The wife is super out of pocket in like two two ways for me. One is saying that the son's opinion is like exaggerating. Like, of yeah. course, the, the dad is going to consult the son because that's like their family tradition. Yeah. And two, something that caught me was as well was saying that if Sarah got the heirloom, then she was going to share it with Claire anyways. So what the fuck makes a difference if Claire yeah. gets it, if they're going to share it to begin with? Claire could share it with her. Right? Yeah. But the, the lineage continues or the tradition continues that mm. the daughter gets the heirloom and the stepmom has no ties to the family whatsoever. Yeah. I think she should just get out of her own head about like, hey, you're not going to, you know, you're not really treating her as your real daughter because this and that. Like, no, yeah. you said it yourself. They're going to share anyway. So why don't you just agree and like respect what they had? And to go off of that, the son really has no stake in it, right? Like he knows no, he's not going to get absolutely. it. So if he's like, yeah, this means something to our family and it should go to my sister. Like that should mean something yeah. coming from him. And that's not an overreaction at all. That's a very sane reaction, actually. Mm-hmm. The, if anything, the step wife is overreacting. <laughs> so very. yeah, you would be the asshole if you gave it to Sarah. So uh, I hope you make the right decision and I hope your step wife and I, I don't even know how Sarah really feels about it, so I don't know if she. Yeah, Sarah cares or not. was probably like, "Yo, don't give me that." Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> care. I don't want, I don't want shit, the man. unnecessary drama. Yeah. So yeah, you would be the asshole. So hopefully, you made the right decision. 
All right. That is it for this episode. What did you Wikimaniacs think? Were these people assholes? Was our listener an asshole? That'll be get a poll going or something. I don't know where, but let us know down in the comments on YouTube or on our website. Uh, if you want to hear more, please consider subscribing to the show and giving us a rating and review on whatever platform you are on. And don't forget, you can get that bonus story that we talked about at the end of this episode. If you go to patreon.com slash cultivate podcast network, you get an extra am I the asshole story every single week. And if you have your own am I the asshole story, you can send us to us uh, via email at redditonwikipod at gmail.com or sending us a DM on Instagram at redditonwiki. That is it for this episode. We have gone way over time. That's Thank what you. they like. They like they them girthy. They do like that. Yeah. Thank you again, Sean and John, for coming on today. And we will see you Wikimaniacs on Monday. Sean, Sean, I'm hungry and Jine isn't home to make us a delicious meal like he usually does. What are we going to do? Don't worry. We can just hit up factormeals.com slash wiki 50 to get 50% off our first month plus 20% off our next month as well. Wow. I think I've heard of Factor before. Isn't that the place to get delicious meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved and ready in under two minutes? That's right. My mouth is watering as we speak. How can I get this deal again? You can head straight over to factormeals.com slash wiki50 and use code wiki50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. Thank you, Factor, for supporting the show.